God bless you all today and thank you for listening to Renew Today by Jessica Cruz, a place to be encouraged, empowered, and renewed by the transforming word of God today. And as you may have noticed today, we are going to be speaking under the theme, walking through fire, walking through fire. If anyone has ever touched fire, you know that fire burns. Fire is not good. Fire hurts. Fire is scary. And we teach our children that if there's a fire, you run and you tell an adult. But what happens when you are the adult and you are caught up in a fire, but it's not a fire that is uh, visible. It's a spiritual type of fire. It's a, it's, it's, it's a fire that is, is meant to refine you. It's a fire that's meant to, to burn out everything that is, is, is in the way. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, because as a believer, as a person that um, serves the Lord, there will come moments in our lives where our faith is going to be tested. And the most interesting part about that is that you do not get to pick the type of test that you're going to (laughs) take. We don't get to pick. When we went to school... I remember in one of my classes, uh, the teacher would hand out tests, and it just so happened that everybody's test was different. Everybody's test was different. It was under the same theme, but it was a different test, and usually they did that so nobody would uh, cheat or anything like that, but the tests were different. So we're going to be talking about today walking through fire. It says in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2, When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burnt up. The flames will not consume you. So what do you do when your faith is being tested? Well, number one. You trust in the God that you serve. When we are talking about trusting in the God that we serve, we're talking about believing that even if the situation seems dead, you serve a God that could give it life. When we're talking about trusting in the God you serve, we're talking about That even if you are in the middle of the storm, God can cause you to walk on waters like he did with Peter. Because when he told Peter to come, let me tell you, Jesus did not calm the storm. He allowed Peter to get out of the boat and walk on waters in the storm. That's the type of trust that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the trust that in the storm, in the midst of it all, you can do the impossible. Because when we trust in the God we serve, we're trusting in his son, Jesus. Then we're trusting in his Holy Spirit that leads us in the path that we should go. We're trusting in God the Father. And I don't know about you, but as a parent, when I trust, when my kids trust me to, to, 
to help them, uh, I don't know, let's talk about riding their bike. I'm going to be holding on to that bike until I know that they're ready. But until they tell me, Mom, I trust that everything you've taught me on how to ride this bike without the training wheels, I trust that I'm going to be able to accomplish it. That's the type of trust that I'm talking about. I'm talking about that trust that there is no doubt in your mind that God's going to help you through it. That's the trust that I'm talking about. It says in Daniel chapter 3 verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. Verse 17, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. Verse 18, but even if he doesn't, we want to let you know, mm, we want to let you know, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the God, the gold statue you have set up. What happens when you put your trust in the God that has never failed? What happens? What happens? You see, because when we go through certain difficult times, and like I said, the theme of this is walking through fire. When it's time for us to walk through fire, when it's time for us to walk through difficult situations, many of us doubt. We doubt. Don't forget that Peter did walk on waters, but there came a moment where he started to sink because he took his eyes off of Jesus. You see, as you keep your eyes on Jesus... You can accomplish the impossible. Once your eyes are off of Jesus, you start to drown. Things start to not go as planned. But what happens when you trust God, even when you are at the verge of dying? You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I was telling this person that everything that's happening right now, as far as the, you know, the, the, the vaccine and all this other stuff that has to do with all, all of that. Um, I'm choosing my words carefully so that I don't get booted out of, out of anywhere. But um, I was telling this person that the news has put so much fear into people's lives that you don't have to say oh, I don't fear. No, just fear or I don't have fear in my life. No, by watching the news and certain things that just occurs there and they speak about, you're inviting fear right into your home. And I was telling this person that this fear that people are listening to is causing them to be almost paralyzed. It's causing them to question. And I'm talking about believers and non-believers, okay? It's causing them to be paralyzed. It's causing them to, to, to think for a moment, if I go out there, I could get infected and then I could die. And then I was telling her that I fully do trust in the God that I serve. 
there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing more that I can do. How can I not trust the God that I serve? If I don't trust God in moments that are going to come that are going to be difficult, then my life will just say that the God that I serve is not capable, okay, of saving me, of protecting me, of healing me. That's what my life is going to say. And I've been born and raised in the things of God. There's no doubt in my mind that God can't come through. But even if he doesn't come through, and this is the point where I, where I want to get to that. I was, I was telling this person and I was saying, you know, even if God doesn't come through, he still has a plan. Maybe it was just, you know, it was my time to go. It was my time to go. And God has a purpose for everything that happens in our lives. There's not anything that happens in our lives that does not have a purpose. And if we listen to this story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, there was a purpose. What was the purpose? The purpose was to show that even in the midst, even in the midst of a situation that should have just burnt them up, that should have killed them, because they trusted so heavily on God, not only did they trust it in God, they let the person, okay, that was causing this whole situation, they let that person know, listen, we trust in the God that we serve. And not only can he liberate us from your hand, but even if he doesn't, we're not going to do what you're saying. We're not going to bow down. We're not going to bow down. And one of the things that I was telling this person was that we're living in times where our faith is going to be tested. You're going to be put in the fire. What are you going to say when you're, be put in, when, you're, when you're placed in the fire? What are you going to say? Take me out. Take me out. Okay, okay. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Or are you going to depend that the God you preach, that the God you read about, that the God that you call Father is going to come through? And even if he doesn't, wouldn't you end up in heaven? Hmm? I mean, like I said at the beginning, there's going to be times in our lives where we are going to be tested. But what do you do? What do you do? Because what you do at that moment is going to be so crucial. It's going to be so crucial. You know, there's so many things that they test before they put in the stores they they for example there's cars any type of brand of car that they first do a a a a, a what is it they do a a a car i can't think of the name right now but they make the car a model a model they do the model and that model okay the purpose of making that model is not so that you and I could go to the store and buy it. No, that model, that model, specific model that they did, it's not like the rest of the cars, you see? Because that model of car is going to be put to the test. That model of car is going to show that if everything that this car company has invested in, that if everything that they created, everything that they formed in that car, that model 
is going to be the model that is going to show if this car could pass the test. So what do they do? Usually they'll put a, a crash dummy inside the car. Um, and then they put the car in this situation where the car is meant to be crashed. The car is meant to be uh, just severely, severely discombobulated. And the reason that they're putting this car to the test, right, the crash test, the seatbelt test, the whatever, the windshield, the, the, the airbag test, is because they need to know, is this car, is this model car that we created, is it going to be able to withstand? See? Because they need to be able to trust what they made to then give it to everybody else. That's why if you have a car right now, that model car was tested. It was tested to see if it's safe for you. I want to tell you that if you're listening, you need to trust everything that God has placed inside of you. You need to trust that God created you in a way, not only for you to um, to live your life, but also to 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 stand firm when moments and hard times come. That's why God equips us. He equips us. He gets us ready. He gets us ready in so many different ways. So that when that moment comes, you know, when the enemy's going to come and, and, and tempt you. All right. Don't forget that Jesus got tempted. Okay. He went to the desert. And in the desert, Satan came to tempt him. But Jesus was able to withstand. He was able to, 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 to stand firm. And I'm not going to say that it was easy just because he was Jesus. I'm not going to say that. I am not going to say that. Because you go 40 days without eating, fasting, and praying in the desert. No, that was equipping Jesus. That's what that was doing. It was equipping Jesus so that when the moment came, he was going to be able to withstand he was going to be able to stand firm when the enemy came with, with all the, the, the schemes and the tricks that he, he, he comes with. See, because one of the things that we need to understand that the enemy, when the enemy can't kill you, he'll try to discourage you. And I want to give credit to where credit is due. I heard that from Priscilla uh, Shire. I hope I'm saying her last name right. Um, I heard that from her and, and, and I could relate to that. I could relate to that because in December... The enemy tried to kill me and I got so severely sick. Not only that, I miscarried and then I was put in the hospital. I was locked up, if you could probably say that, for, for a whole week. And I was alone. I was alone with my mind. And after losing our daughter, then going through another loss, you could just imagine. And then, and then being alone. I was alone during the whole thing. And, and in, in this hospital room in the intensive care unit it was just me my thoughts and everything that just happened my husband wasn't there I didn't even have a bible I didn't have my phone it was just me my thoughts and God but guess what everything that God equipped me with the word that I was able to put in my mind the word that was out that I was able to put in my spirit that I was feeding my spirit sustained me huh it sustained me in the most difficult moment I was walking through the fire I was walking through the fire. Oh, yes, it hurt. 
it hurt what was what just happened. It hurt. Oh yes, it hurt. And the first thing that happened was that the enemy came with discouraging words, trying to discourage me, trying to discourage my spirit. How can God allow this to happen to you, Jessica? Don't you serve a mighty God? Why did he allow? And that's what I just, I honestly kept hearing this. You see, because the enemy will come in your most weakest moment. But it's so interesting that Sadrach, Pesach, and Abednego, they were able to vocalize, huh? vocalize something that would come against what was about to happen. They vocalize it because sometimes you have to vocalize. It's, it's fine for you to think in your mind and in your spirit, but sometimes you got to say that thing. Lord, I don't know what, what just happened. I don't know what you're doing, but I know you're doing something. It's going to be for my good. Huh. Because the only one that comes here to kill, steal, and destroy is Satan. Not you. So I don't know what you're allowing to happen. But it's not going to kill me. It's not going to destroy me. And you got to vocalize these things, especially when you're, wa- you're walking through fire. <laughs> when you're walking through fire. I was in that hospital, and let me tell you, my mind was set on God. Especially when the doctors came and told me, Mrs. Cruz, I don't know how you're alive. I don't know how you're not in a coma. Because of what happened to you, you it's a miracle that you are alive. It's a miracle that you are alive. So because I knew that the enemy was trying to kill me, okay? I knew that this was spiritual. I knew that this was spiritual. And the only person that could allow that horrible situation to be turned around for the for the good is me. Because a lot of people, they say, you know, he takes what the enemy meant for evil and he turns it for good. You know, that song, it, it, it's okay for you to sing that, but, 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 there's a but there. And the but is, <laughs> the but is, the but is, okay, this is the but. <laughs> This is oh Lord. This is the but. The but is that it's up to you. It's up to you to allow God to take this horrible situation. I lost my daughter, and I didn't lose my daughter. I know where I know where my daughter is. But my daughter went with the Lord at one, and then here I am pregnant, and I didn't even get a chance to meet this little baby boy, and he passed because I got so severely sick that my um, little boy, baby boy, went to heaven. But it was up to me. Am I gonna blame God? Am I going to 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 let this really burn me up, or am I gonna let it refine me? You see, because the fire can refine. That's a message in itself. But the fire can refine you. It could refine you, and I allowed this to refine me. I allowed God to. To, to help me because I know this did God didn't do this just because God allows things it doesn't mean he he did it the enemy is the one that does these things and I took all of that I put it in God's hands and I remember that I had um I was there no phone no Bible no nothing it was just me, just me my thoughts and um 
Um, I remember a point in, in that hospital that I did, I started to get weak. I started to get weak. And I was like, I, I just, I just shouted, Lord, help me. Help me, Lord. And I wasn't watching TV. I wasn't watching nothing. And, and the nurses, they, they noticed, they noticed that, that I was just sitting in that bed with my thoughts. And, you know, they would encourage me, just put something on the TV. Do you want, you know, you want something to read? And, you know, can we call so that your husband could bring you your phone? Because I was just using the, the hospital phone. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, until my husband came and just, you know, I don't know what they told him. But um, I remember that I did. I put the TV on. I ate my food. And there was a message on the TV. <laughs> And I'll never forget this. There was a message on the TV. And the message was about how the enemy will come to discourage you. Will come to tear you down. And the preacher was saying, if you are alive, if you've, if you've survived, there's a purpose behind it. And I was like, Lord, I know there's a purpose behind this. Because... There's no way, there's no way that the enemy is going to attack me so hard this way if he's not seeing something in me. And I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I don't know what you have for me, Lord, but I know that, that it's, it's going to be fulfilled. Your plans for my life are going to be fulfilled and your plans for my life is not to die. Because you saved me. You kept me. And I remember. I remember being in my home. And being so sick. I remember like. I, my body was not able to function. A fever of 107.6. Like. It was bad. And I remember that in that time. I was praying, I was declaring over myself, I will not die, I will live, and I did. God came through, I was in the fire, oh yes, I was in the fire, and I was trusting God that he was going to pull me through, and he did, oh yes, he did. So number two, what do you do when you're in the fire? What do you do when you're in the fire? Like I said, Shadak, Masak, and Abednego, not only did they trust in the God that they serve. Number two, they knew how to respond to the enemy. You need to know how to respond to your enemy. Like they said, they, they told the king, with all respect too. <laughs> they told the king with all respect. Your majesty. We want you to know. That we will never serve your God or worship the gold statue that you have set up. This is their response to the one that perhaps thought they had a, a hold on them. The one that perhaps thought that they, they, they had control over these three uh, men of God. Let me tell you something that when you identify as a child of God. And you live your life as a child of God. And there's evidence in your life that you are a child of God. You're going to be protected. 
you're going to be surrounded because the word of God says that he sends his angels to protect us. He sends his angels. There's an army backing you up. But when you know how to respond, you know the right things to say to the enemy, God's going to pull through because he's already equipped us inside. He's equipped our spirits. He's equipped our minds. You need to know who you are. You need to know who you are in order to respond back to the enemy. I remember that I had a dream. And in this dream, it was in in, in, last year, year 2020. And I had this dream. And in the dream, I was coming out of the store. And it was nighttime. And then as I was walking to the parking lot, I felt these Enorm, an enormous presence, an enormous presence behind me. And I remember when I turned around, there were three giant spirits. These three evil giant spirits. And they, they were disforming themselves and they were just, it was like, I, I stopped and I looked. And as I'm standing there, they're just doing all, like, they were just disforming themselves. And it was just this very horrible, demonic thing. And I remember that I stood there, my tiny little self, and these giants, it was three giants. And I stood there and I looked. And as the time passed, which wasn't much, but as the minutes passed, I realized something. And I realized that they couldn't touch me. When I realized that they couldn't touch me, I started laughing. It was a hysterical laugh. I just started laughing and I'm laughing. I'm like, you can't touch me. You can't touch me. I just started laughing and pointing at these giants. And I started saying, you can't touch me. You can't touch me. And it was the spirit of fear, the spirit of intimidation, and the spirit of confusion. Those were the three giants. And exactly the thing that manifested in the year 2020 was confusion, fear, and intimidation. Those giant spirits. So you need to know who you are. Because when you know who you are, you know that the enemy is not going to be able to fully do what he wants to do in your life. Because he needs you to participate. Yep, that's right. He needs your participation to accomplish what he wants to accomplish in your life. But when you know who you are, and when you're able to say, oh, you want to come at me, I'm going to come at you with what I know, with God's word. Because that's what Jesus did when he was in in the desert. He came back at Satan with the word. Thou shalt not live by bread alone, but by every word. And that's what I did. I used, I used the word of God when I was in that hospital. And there's so many different instances that I can speak about. But that one right there where you're literally alone. No one else is there to fight with you because that's right. There's going to be moments where you're going to have to pass through the fire alone. It's by yourself. What are you going to do when you're by yourself? Do you have enough of the word inside of you? 
Huh? Do you know who you are? Do you know that you can respond back? Because the enemy belongs only in one place. And I always say this. And I'll continue to say he belongs under your feet. That's where he belongs. That's where he belongs. Let me tell you something about who you are. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. There are good things that God has planned for us. And when we are going through fire, when we are going through, through difficult moments, those moments are not there to destroy us. They could potentially be there to take something out of you that you didn't even know you had because we're God's masterpiece. We're a piece in the master plan of God, but we're that, we're that, the, the main piece. So he's equipped us. He's equipped us. And even when you're going through the fire, you're going to still be that masterpiece. Don't think you're not that masterpiece. You're going to be that masterpiece. Because what it's going to do is going to pull things out of you that you didn't even know were in there. That's right. I didn't know that I trusted God the way that I trusted. I mean, I know I trust God, but I didn't know that I really trusted God. I didn't know that I really depended on God. And um, I learned a couple things. There's so many things you can learn when you're... When you're walking through the fire, there's so many things that, 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 that you'll learn. So I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you today that when you know that you know that you know that you know that not only you are a child of God, but that he has equipped you. The next time you go through a difficult situation, you're going to know that you've been equipped to stand. You've been equipped to walk and not faint. You've been equipped. Not only have you been equipped, and I say this all the time, but God is the only one that says that you are victorious. Before even getting into the battle, before even finishing the battle, we're victorious. We have the victory. So next time you find yourself in a hard situation, in a situation that may seem impossible, that you don't know how you're going to get out of that, you put your trust in the Lord. You put your trust in the Lord. And you'll see that God is going to come through because God always comes through. He always comes through. It says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. And if we are God's possession, God knows what he's doing with us. God knows what he's doing with you. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. I just pray that 
you're able to stand when that situation was meant for you to fall. I pray that you stand. That you know that God will come through for you. Be blessed. Be encouraged. God bless you. Hey, listen, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I know that it has been a blessing to your life, whether you're cooking, stuck in traffic, or whatever the case may be. But I don't want to leave without introducing you to the best thing that could ever happen in your life. And that is Jesus. He is the reason why I am here. He is the reason why I'm alive. And he is the reason why I experience victory in every situation in my life. And you can as well. You can walk in victory too. I promise you that your life will never be the same once Jesus is in your heart. So if you are tired of the way your life is going and you want Jesus in your life, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. If you said this prayer, welcome to the body of Christ. We would love to connect with you and help you by sending you a free gift. Message us on Facebook at Renew Today by Jessica Cruz. We love you. God bless you.